All right, welcome back to Offscript. We are here because we're talking Oscars 2020. Very excited to get into this. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about, including some surprises from the night for sure. Some that were not really a surprise at all. And just overall, some of the weirdest moments from the night. Uh, Connor is joined joining me here uh, from afar, and I know he's excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Brendan, sorry, I'm coming to you all the way from the red carpet in Hollywood. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, no, uh, guys, we're serious. Come on, please. Uh, the Oscars. Well, I mean, what can we say? We learned not only um, is it important to make an amazing movie, but it's also important to understand uh, about cow insemination. So. Yep. That is vital. That's, it's vital to our, not only economy, but our, the entertainment of this country. <laughs> yes. Uh, of course. Wow. Just, I mean, I'd like to thank the Academy first off. Uh, stop, stop clapping. I'd like to thank uh, the director. Stop. I swear to God, if you start clapping again. And uh, anyway, no, I'm excited. This actually made a great podcast. We had some awesome winners. We really, really want to dive deep into Parasite yeah. here, which uh, was a huge winner in this. Uh, Joker won, uh, or Joaquin Phoenix won, rather. Joker won, I think, two awards. Um, but yeah, Renee Zellweger won. Quite frankly, I hadn't known she'd been in any movie since Bridget Durham's Diary, so congratulations to her. Yeah, shout out to Renee Zellweger. <laughs> yes. I literally had to look her up because I had no idea who she was. Yeah, her speech went on for a long time. I don't know if hers was worse or if Joaquin Phoenix's was worse. I. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was almost like Joaquin's was just weird and hers was just long. Yeah, Joaquin. All right, we'll, we'll get on, we'll get on that in a few minutes. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm good. If you wanna, do we wanna jump on in? Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm excited. All right, head head first, baby. Oscars 2020. All right, so we were already kind of talking about this in the intro. Um, weirdest moment. I'm gonna ask you, Connor. What is the weirdest moment of the night for you? Weirdest moment. All right, so this is kind of a tough question and answer so i'm gonna go with um we already referenced it a bit earlier joaquin phoenix had a very very bizarre speech um now let's let's focus on oscar speeches for a second they're known notoriously for just being weird there are very few great oscar speeches um or good ones quite frankly for that matter but yeah man like joaquin phoenix got up there and as soon as he said stop to the crowd for clapping you're like oh dude Oh, yeah, a hundred percent. I, I, that is the moment where I, I, I skipped through it. I, I could not watch it. I was like, this is, this is so uncomfortable. Like I can't let this ruin my entire experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I mean, it, it's not really ruined it, but yeah, man, there's is an odd, I mean, odd, like blot, I guess. Just, night. just really weird. And like the weirdest part for me about that was the way he was walking up to the stage. Yes. Was like, oh, God, like, you know that this guy is going to give a really weird speech. Like, you just so, knew it. Like, I got the speech for you. Okay, I, got, I got his speech that he could have done. Yeah. So he gets up there. He says, you know, first off, I, I want to thank you all. Um, you know, I've gotten a lot of, uh, you know, in the past, I've been notorious for, you know, not working well with others, right? Doing that whole spiel, right? Mm -hmm. uh, being difficult to work with for, you know, not really, you know, 
really needing a lot of redemption and second chances. And I thank all of you for giving that, me that second chance in the past and tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, second, um, most importantly, I'd like to thank the director, the staff, the Academy, right? Just like all my whole cast. Thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then you end with, you know, uh, you can even like go into your brother and be like, you know, my family went through a lot. Um, you know, my, I love my brother a lot. Like, cause that's important. Yeah. But man, like, and you know, you can even do some of the stuff you said in the beginning, right? Like, you can even spread in there and say, you know, in a world, especially like that, in my opinion, is drowned by fear, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's important to love each other, care about each other, and to really bring out the best of humanity in one another all, at all times. Dude, that, that's a great speech. You know what I mean? That's really good. And, and I really like that that is like focused on the movie. And I think what makes a good Oscar speech is focusing, especially for like a best actor, actress speech, is focusing on like what made the role important to you and like what made it so special. So like, cause everyone who wins best actor actress has some kind of attachment. You can't win a best actor or best actress, not having some kind of, you know, like not having the character resonate with you. So I think a good speech includes at least somewhat includes like, I like basically telling the story of the character and like how that applies to a real world outside of movies. Yeah, man, exactly. I love that. And he could have gone a lot of directions with this too, right? He even could have stated something along the lines of, uh, you know, I, I know, I know he, he passed away far too early, but uh, I, I drew a lot of my inspiration from Heath Ledger um, and the legendary Jack Nicholson. So I want to thank both of them for their work. Yeah. Right? I mean, dude, yeah, you yeah. say that freaking, you're getting brownie points left and right. <laughs> Heck yeah, I mean, absolutely. It, it, and you know, I'm not saying you just do it for brownie points, but you understand it's just like. Um, yeah, it just it was a weird speech. Was yeah. a weird speech. And then he got to the point where he, he just started rambling, right? And then mm-hmm. he ended with, with I remember he said something like, you know, sexual harassment maybe or sex. I can't remember the exact words, but like sexism, racism. Uh, he listed off a few different things. But I remember he said uh, LGBT. Um, no, yeah, he said LGBT, sorry, um, rights. And then he also ended with animal rights. And that's what, like, when he said animal rights, because I know he's a vegan. And I was like, oh, man, like, I'm, I'm really, I'm hoping, you know what I mean? Like, let's not get in the weeds on this. Yeah. Um, and they got in the weeds and just kind of rambled, which was, I thought, just unfortunate. But then he, he ended it well. That's it. That's the worst part is he ended it well, but he started off so poor and just so. Yeah. Really weird. You're better off just being like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm really nervous up here. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, because I would be too. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Man, I mean, I, yeah. I, it's like on um, Stars Born, you're peeing down your leg. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. yeah, anyway, but uh, yeah, man, so weird, yeah, I, my, that's my weird moment of the night. Uh, any other weird moments for you? I have one more, so. Yeah, I mean, my really weird moment was, first of all, the opening scene, the opening of the Oscars. What What oh, is going wait, on? I, I know exactly where you're at, okay? Yeah. So I want to pause right in a second because I want to talk about that a little bit more. Um, but wasn't it weird how we had to hear Renee Zellweger and uh, Joaquin Phoenix just go on for a long time? Yeah. And then... Parasite wins, and then they turn the lights off on them. Parasite wins, and literally people are begging them to keep giving a speech. Like that's the I don't I don't think I've ever seen that before. So weird, so weird. Anyway, uh, so I just wanted to mention that as another like definitely really weird. And I love how they cut like Tom Hanks was literally like (laughs) yelling at the people to turn the lights on. Uh, That was really funny. Uh, Sorry, but yeah, opening sequence, dude. Take it away, because man, there's a lot. Okay, first of all. First five seconds, we almost see a boob. All right. Like, <laughs> first five seconds, we are not starting out well here. Um, 
and it was like, what is happening? Like, I actually enjoyed the first, like, two minutes. Like, that was good. I, I like the tribute because, you know, there was an actual movie that came out. The Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Actual movie that came out. Um, yeah. So I thought that was cool doing tribute to it and how, like, he, she actually made Tom Hanks pretty emotional. You know, that was cool. And then we entered whatever zone that was and it was, like, the weirdest, like, rap slash there were people dressed up as the Joker in the background and, like, I don't understand what's happening. And, oh, my gosh, it was really weird. Actually, frankly, I could honestly talk about every performance at this Oscars was kind of weird, except for Randy Newman and Elton John. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, Elton John did a good job. Yeah, and so did Randy Newman. But, like, yeah. I mean, and, but there, it's Elton John and Randy Newman. So, like, I mean, you get what you get. They've been performing for, like, 50 years. But, <laughs> exactly. But, like, That's what, yeah. When Elton John won Best Song, we were uh, laughing. I can't remember who he beat out. Um, but somebody looked a little sad, but they also looked like, yeah, I mean, I just lost Elton John. Of course I did. Oh, yeah. I think it, I don't think it was Randy Newman. I think it was uh, it was the girl from uh, Harriet, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yes. Cynthia Erivo. That's right. Yeah. She, she looked a little disappointed, but like, I mean, come on. Um, I, I just, yeah, all the performances were, frankly, really weird. Um, can I also say another weird moment? I don't know if, if this is what you're thinking of. Are you thinking of performance? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You want to take this one? No, no. You go. You keep going. Right. Uh, I, I, I think we're in the same ballpark, but I want to yeah. make sure. Um, <laughs> Eminem? Yes. Coming okay. back? <laughs> like, what? Like, so weird. So I, here's my, my issue with this is that <laughs> – so 8 Mile came out in 2002. It's, it's not even like the 20th anniversary of 8 Mile. It's like it's eighteen. Years, it's such a random number. Like eighteen years after Eight Mile, Eminem, who frankly looks like he looks like he's basically anamorphed into Tim Tebow. Like <laughs> he looks very weird, and it's like I mean he is. I don't understand. Like, and I lo- the best part of the whole thing was the audience reactions and like them panning to the crowd as he's singing "Lose Yourself." Like. It was- so uncomfortable because like the dynamic and like the crowd of people that was there there was like the people who are clearly like hip and like diverse frankly who are like totally in and then there's like <laughs> like pretty much Meryl Streep or like whoever like 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 example is imagine if Meryl Streep was also there yeah, Joaquin Phoenix yeah. is sitting there like yeah. just brooding <laughs> it's like what is happening right now it's like I don't know who like gets these or these performances booked or sets these up, but you've outdone yourself. I mean, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Very much so. <laughs> all right, I'm happy. I'm happy. We all are kind of in agreement on that. Yeah. So yeah, weird. Uh, weird opening. Not not the best. Not the best. Not the worst. But uh, closer to the worst than the best. Yeah, so. <laughs> definitely. All right. So uh, I yeah, I would love to go into just uh, right off the bat your winners and losers. Um, cause I sure. think we will talk about kind of the, like the biggest winners and losers of the night. And then we can also talk about kind of like the general awards and like what our reactions were. Yeah. So I want to, before we jump into that, I want to say, I, I believe, and we've talked about this, we're looking to do just a parasite full movie review. So yeah. this is not going to be the place very soon. Yeah. That. I, I feel like just watched that yeah. last night. Right? I watched it last night. Yeah, because I had not watched it before the Oscars, and after it won, I was like, okay, yeah, I gotta watch that. So, yeah, yeah we'll definitely do a full review on that. Um, yeah, hopefully, I, you guys I, are I, still. I mean, def- I think you guys definitely would be interested in that. So, 
yeah, and we'll jump jump deeper in there. But here we're going to talk a little more surface level with it. So um, let's tackle – man, there are a few different things. So why don't we tackle losers, and I think we both agree on this, uh, hostless Oscars in general? Not a fan. I'm not a fan. Um, let's look back at the Oscars that actually had a host, right? So they, they recently stopped having a host because, I, I don't know, Kevin Hart – and I'm not – I don't know exactly what it is, but I think Kevin Hart basically had some like like sexual comment or something, right? Where he, he's a comedian, he made fun of somebody. It's just it's gonna happen. It's not yeah. that big of a deal, right? Point is, they they trashed him and got him kicked out as a host. So then they were like, well, we just don't have a host because any host we have, people are gonna be upset about. Yeah. Um, but looking at the years with a host, man, like Ellen DeGeneres, she did a great job. I believe she's done it twice. Yeah. Uh, I really liked Neil Patrick Harris. Jimmy um, Kimmel did a good job. Yeah, he did. Um, Seth MacFarlane's wasn't great. But yeah, because there's like, some interesting moments. Seth MacFarlane, like Colbert, yeah. I think did it. Didn't he do it one up one point? Or no, it was Kimmel. I'm thinking of Kimmel. I remember when Kimmel a couple years ago brought people from literally the streets into yeah. the Oscars, and it just flows a little bit smoother than what they're looking to have. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll talk about that for a second. But uh, anyway, let's. So I'm going to move on though to another loser I had, um, and this is. Let's actually let's tackle winners because we have a lot back and forth. I, I think we both agree Parasite's the biggest winner. Oh, the, absolutely. And foreign language films across the board. Yes, so, yes. Um, let's talk surface level. I don't want to talk any type of spoiler or anything with mm-hmm. Parasite, okay? Mm-hmm. But I think we can both agree what was so amazing about Parasite is uh, it doesn't feel like a foreign language film. It, like, I think you described it best. as It's a foreign language film for the first half and half it's not. Yeah. The first half, it really feels – the first half – no, I, I, the first half feels like more like a foreign film, especially yes. the first, like, 20 minutes. And then the second half of the movie feels like a like an American movie. Yeah, and it picks up the pace a lot. Um, don't want to dive deep into it, but just it's really impressive, actually, that, one, I love this movie. And I'll, I'll state this again. It's actually in my personal, like, top five, top ten. Like, it is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I told you, I told you that, and I know you guys are like, no way. And then you watch it, and you're like, wow, that's that's in a great film. Yeah, um, I I'm actually really glad we didn't do an Oscars preview because me, not having watched Parasite, I would have done a disservice to this entire event. Yes, I have very much because yeah, I I mean I'm not gonna get into it. I will get into it when we do Paris the Parasite review, or or rewatch or just review. But I I mean I I I agree with you there. I mean. It is – it's so much more than, like, a foreign language film. Like, you see every year at the Oscars the – or now it's called, like, international movie. Um, it's You see, like, inter- the international movies that get nominated you have, like, never heard of. And, frankly, probably most of them, if you watch them, are you're not going to get the point. I don't know if it's safe to say that. But, like, I've watched a couple, like, foreign language films that got nominated for Oscars, and I didn't get the point of them because they're – foreign films yes parasite is is feels much more like an american film um and i'm not saying that it's only good because it feels like an american film and frankly i just said the first half doesn't feel like an american film at all actually is that i mean i just think it i think it changes the game for international films and like their reception in america for sure yeah 
I, yeah, I, I very much agree. Like, yeah. and I'm, I'm very impressed. This is the first time that this is, it's very impressive. This is the first time that this has happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, um, especially, I feel like it's weird, like for it to happen, like in the 92nd Oscars, like we just now had this happen. You know, it's like, especially when there's like more movies than ever being made. And, you know, there's like so many, you know, of these movies. And then we have an international film win best picture. In yes. 2020, you know, it's like I could have seen maybe international film in like the 60s or 70s, you know, yep. when America wasn't making as many movies as we are now. But it winning in 2020 is what blew my mind. Yeah. And, um, and also the competition. So I also want to I'm very impressed with the actual competition this year. I watched a lot of the films. I watched Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Parasite. Um, Joe, we, what else did we, oh, Ford vs. Ferrari, 1917. So I at least felt like I had a pretty good grasp on the Oscars this year, um, with 1917 and of course Parasite being the two, two of the favorites, um, mm-hmm. with one winning. So with that in mind, it was uh, really good to watch all of them and, and actually appreciate, I guess, all of them in their entirety. Right. Yeah. And then, and then at the end of the day though, I mean, I, I was telling you guys, I was like, man, I, we watched, we watched 1970 together, and I loved that film. I thought it was just unbelievable. And I stood by the fact that I was like, I think Parasite was 1A, and then 1917 was 1B. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, remember, I was like, you know, it, whichever wins, like, if one of those has to win, because if they don't, I would be very, like, disappointed. You know oh, I mean? yeah. I mean, the comp- I mean, let me, don't get me wrong. The competition this year was actually impressive like very impressive yeah more than we've had other years like you know it's a down year when shape of water like no offense to shape of water you know it's a down year when that's winning best picture or green book especially last year yeah um but like it was a very very even playing field this year and a very competitive race i thought like legitimately if any like there's like four of those movies of those eight nominated or i think it was eight or nine where you were like if it wins you're Thinking, oh yeah, that makes sense, dude. Very, very much so. Um, and that, that's what felt good about this year was like, all right, I know they're two front runners and they're both amazing, amazing films. So, yeah, biggest winner, uh, Parasite, and then also won best uh, director, and we'll actually touch on that a little yeah. bit later as well. Um, and also, yeah. it won best uh, original screenplay, oh, which yes. I thought was, I mean, obviously, it was well deserved. That's what I, I thought. I, I thought that was its most well deserved award. Actually, I thought that it had, I mean, it has a fantastic screenplay. Okay. I, yeah. For screenplay, I'm trying to remember which one I thought should have won. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, my gosh. I'm drawing a huge blank right now. Um, oh, dude, sorry. Uh, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> no, that's adapted screenplay. That's adapted screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I very much agree with you on that, bud. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to our next, uh, our next one, right? Yeah. All right, cool. So let's chat a few minutes about um, – what I thought is actually one of my, this isn't even a hot take. I don't think one of my favorite um, segments here is our biggest losers of the night. And and this isn't like a place where I'm just going to sit here and BS, but the reality is like, there's some films I did not like this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy to kind of like jump into why I think some of those guys lost. So Brendan, uh, biggest loser, we both agreed on this and I'm not going to crap on it at all, but 1917's lack of a major winner. Yeah. Um, Sucks because I love that. It sucks, dude. Imagine if this movie came out last year. Oh, it would have wiped the floor with the competition. Yes, like Green Book was fine, but Bohemian Rhapsody was like I thought it was a decent movie, 
And in 1917, I was amazed by it. Bohemian oh, Rhapsody was a top three candidate last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, that movie is good, but it's not best picture worthy. You know, like, no. it's not even as good as, like, anything that was on this list this year. Um, Honestly, yeah. I got a feeling, I've, I've heard from multiple people that the Elton John movie, I can't remember what it's called. Rocket Man. <laughs> Rocket Man, thank you. Um, I heard that's actually better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Hmm. I haven't watched it, actually. It's on my list yeah. to watch. But I heard that uh, the guy uh, Taron Eg- Egerton, he, he's good. Yeah, he's not as good as um, as Rami Malek, uh, obviously. Malek, yeah, but he's very good. Anyway, yeah. Point is, yeah, man, really kind of sucks that 1917 didn't win a major. Award. I agree, and it's weird because I was trying to figure out what I would give to 1917, and I, I I know there's one that I could maybe use on a segment we're gonna do later in the episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll touch on that. Yeah, comments just out loud. Um, in my opinion, I thought 1917 was going to win Best Picture. And a lot of times when you win Best Director, you don't win Best Picture. It's right. actually rare that they win. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Especially over the past like five, yeah. ten years. So actually, I'm gonna go ahead, was- actually, I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. Um, my I, I thought – I don't really predict I thought that um, since uh, Bong Joon-ho won Best Director for Parasite, that 1917 was going to win – or Best Director for Parasite, then – 1917 yes. was going to win Best Picture, and I yeah, thought exactly. if Sam Mendes won Best Director, Parasite would win Best Picture. Yeah, I was in the same boat. We can, we can talk about that a little more later. Yeah, no, we don't have to go into that right now, but I'm just going to say that that, yeah. that is definitely like something I expected to happen. When and, I saw and, and, Parasite won Best Director, I was like, okay, 1917 is going to win Best Oscar, yeah, Best Picture. That's what I thought, too. I was I was um, about ready to like send it in. I was like, 1917 is going to win Best Picture. Yeah. And it didn't. Yeah, anyway. um, it didn't. It sucks. But, uh, it sucks. Yeah, I mean, I love 1917. Another, any other losers that you have on top of your head? Um, Man, um, I'm going to go with, um, man, losers. I've got a hot – this is my hottest of hot takes. Yeah, go for it. It's not really yeah, – I'm joking. It's not that hot. My hot take is this. The winner of the Best Actress Film Award every year, mm. and it, I'm not – making fun of the women playing these roles, but nobody goes and watches your movies. <laughs> okay, actually, I have a, a, I have a loser. A loser. Um, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, barely. But, like, listen, she's Scarlett Johansson. She never loses. Look at that. I mean, look at her body. My I mean, <laughs> you're right. Here's the thing, though, is that, okay, I don't think any of us thought she was going to win for Jojo Rabbit. Um, I think Laura Dern deserved it. For a marriage story. Um, but I thought that she, I don't know. I thought she should have won Best Actress. I don't know about you. Okay. I, I thought I thought she should have won Best Actress. I mean, here's the thing. I'm looking at the field, and it's like, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> like Saoirse Ronan in The Little Women. Like, she's not much of a name. Charlize Theron, like, Bombshell wasn't that big. No. I'm trying to think of who else is not. I know uh, Renee Zellweger obviously won. Well, I think there was one more nominee, right? Um, let me go through them. Sorry, I'm going to pull them. Either way, point, I mean, I don't, and I'm not crapping on but like, there's no movie that just stands out where you're like, wow, this Mm-mm. this actress is really like crushing it or this is a great film. Yeah, it's them. like, but I think of all of the movies, Marriage Story was by far, I think, the biggest out of all of those. And I think Scarlett Johansson is the best actress out of all those. Does that make sense? Like, it's it's kind of weird. I, like, maybe I'm biased for Scarlett Johansson, or maybe I'm just saying that they... I'm not saying they should do it off of name recognition. But, like, 
I don't know. Like she, she seems like the. It seems like the kind of thing where she would run away with that. Yeah, like let's just. Say, I'm gonna take a look at just walk us through the past five years of the women winners and the men winners. Okay. Yeah. So Renee Zellweger won this year for Judy. Okay, which my my grandma saw. She liked a lot. All right. Also, it's a uh, Seorsi Ronan in Little Women. That's yes. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, Cynthia Erivo as well. So she's in Harriet. Anyway, point is, so uh, Judy. We have Olivia Coleman won for The Favorite, which, I mean, once again, I'm not – like, no one really saw that. Was that uh, last year? What, Was that last, last year? Yep. yep. Okay. Um, Frances McDermott won for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, which I watched. Uh, Emma Stone won for La La Land. Brie ah. Larson won for The Room. All right. Julianne Moore won for Still Alice. Kate Blanchett won for Blue Jasmine. So, And then Jennifer Lawrence won for Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. So just to kind of like point this out, that's back in 2012. So of those people, Jennifer Lawrence did a good job. Silver Linings Playbook was a huge movie. Okay. Yeah. Since then, though, Blue Jasmine, I, I've never personally seen it. I don't know a lot of people that have. Uh, Julianne Moore, Still Alice, I haven't seen it. I, I don't think a lot of people have seen that either. No, right? no. Um, Brie Larson won for The Room, which no one really saw, and we only know her now because she's really in a Marvel movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Emma Stone's La La Land. Every that was yeah. well, like people saw that. So. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. But Frances McDermott, like, if you look at it, some a few stars are winning these awards, but really, like, it's just kind of older women in these roles of movies that like you're not really watching. One hundred percent. I feel the same way. I feel like and, best. And I, it's weird because I feel like best actor. We can always predict it because it's like the almost like they win for like the best portrayal in the a really big movie yes you know because yes. rami malik won for basically playing freddie mercury like to a t and joaquin phoenix won for probably playing the the creepiest joker we've ever seen <laughs> i mean yeah one of the best honestly he was yeah he was amazing. i mean i, I think he and ledger are one a one b i'm not even yeah. gonna say which one is a or b but so well, yeah. Just to give you the actors, right? And like Joker made a billion dollars, all right? Watching yeah. Phoenix. Rami Malik, Bohemian Rhapsody made a lot of money. Yeah. Gary Oldman won for Darkest Hour. Now, that's kind of in that same category as I was saying with some of the actresses, right? Yeah. I, I do. I did watch Darkest Hour, though. Yeah, great movie. Love it. Yeah, like I really liked it. Um, but yeah, so I can see you being like, well, Connor, come on, like be consistent. So there's your consistency. <laughs> uh, Casey, Casey Affleck won for Manchester by the Sea. Same kind of boat, right? right? So not a problem. But then the year before that, DiCaprio wins. The Revenant. Yep. Um, Eddie Raymond wins. The Theory of Everything. I saw that he's portraying Stephen Hawking, right? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey yep. wins. Like Daniel Day-Lewis for Lincoln. For Lincoln, yeah. Like, there's yep. a certain level where the guys who've won are Daniel Day-Lewis, some consider the best ever. Matthew McConaughey, DiCaprio, Gary Oldman. Like it's people also portraying like really important people in history, yeah. right? So it's just it's frustrating when you know the only one we had this year for that I'm sure for the females right is we only had Harriet Tubman or and, and Judy Garland who and Judy Garland but yeah Judy, I mean but like you know what I mean Judy Garland not like some <laughs> yeah but it's like she's she's playing a creepy version of Judy Garland fair fair enough dude fair fair yeah enough. yeah <laughs> um, anyway so yeah yeah and with all that in mind just like it's just very difficult I think to really like pinpoint some of these actresses that win i just kind of feel bad because i'm not going and seeing their films um and even the ones that lose for the men right the the some of the guys who have won and it's like oh or haven't won the nominees it's like oh wow like they were in a really big movie that year like uh dicaprio lost in wolf of wall street um, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? so it's, 
level where like you kind of remember those guys who lost, mm-hmm. uh, like Bob, Adam Driver this year for Marriage Story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, for sure. Exactly. So I think there is some sort of frustration with that, but yeah, um, yeah, that's that's my one of my big losers. Where yeah. sorry, no offense to anybody who really loved Judy, but uh, yeah, sorry. There's, all right, we didn't go see it. So. Nope, <laughs> we didn't. Um, mostly because it just didn't really have much appeal to me, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Oh, yeah. I yeah, very, very much agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what like, I'm looking through here, dude. And, like, you know, even when Eddie Raymond won, we had Bradley Cooper. Uh, he was up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. DiCaprio won, Matt Damon was up, Brian Cranston, Fassbender. Oh, my gosh. Uh, like, wow, that's Ryan Gosling was up against Casey Affleck, Andrew yeah. Garfield, Denzel. I mean, yeah. you've got these guys who are quite frankly titans and it's you know there aren't that and at the same time there aren't that many like huge female actresses either so Mm. that might be just a problem that we're having in hollywood so yeah interesting i I don't even know if that's a problem with like the actors the movies or with the academy i mean i don't i don't know i think it's i think it's a problem with like the movies man like i don't know yeah and but you know what, man? The Academy at the same time, I was pretty frustrated. Lupita Nyong'o and I can never pronounce her name right. I apologize. She's she pretty cool. Amazing. She's amazing in us. She's amazing. Yeah. And I can't like her not getting a nomination was absurd. Yeah, that's really weird. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And and, and I'm not even like I even using this as an excuse, but like the Oscars are trying to be less white. <laughs> And you have this woman who's an amazing actress who gives an outstanding performance, and you aren't even going to nominate her. Like, come on. I'm I'm That's, with you 100. percent 100. percent I agree. Like, like she's up your alley for what you're trying to like prove that you're not. She's literally like the perfect person to win that award. Yes, and and at the same time, she was incredible in the movie. And so, it's not and and it's I, not like we're just giving it to her to fill a like status quo. We're giving it to her because she was freaking awesome. Yeah, I actually, I'm kind of, I'm in this weird camp. I, I thought she was better than Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story. Like, the fact that if she wouldn't have, if she had been nominated and didn't win, I would have been like, wow, that's weird. And the fact that she wasn't nominated, period. Yeah, that's like, really weird, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, frustrating, frustrating, I'm sure, for everybody involved. And, I, I think, because she, she's, wasn't she in the first, wasn't she in Get Out? Was, uh, in what? I'm was she in Get yeah, Out? No. Oh, okay. She was not. She, she actually has already won an Oscar. Um, oh, really? Which is interesting. Yeah. She won the Best Supporting Actress in 12 Years a Slave. Uh, oh, very- that's right. That's right. I feel like the next Jordan Peele movie that comes out, I feel like is going to get some Oscar buzz. I don't know about you. I feel like it's just I, a matter of time. Yeah, the last one, Us isn't a great movie. Like, it's got great performances, but it's not a great movie. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it necessarily will get Oscar buzz like as a movie, but it'll get Oscar buzz for the people involved. Like Jordan Peele, yeah. I think one day will win Best Director for something. Yeah, I think his next movie is going to be better than us, but that's yeah, a, that's I, a different. They just kind of get better as they go on, and hopefully, like they'll get a little less like culty and weird. <laughs> Very much. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm not saying that I'm not trying to take away from what those movies are, but personally, I've never been super like invested in his movies but i but i know he's a great director and i wish i was more invested but yeah you know it's tough because i get out in my opinion is overrated um but i also really respect the fact that he decided to write his own original movie for sure yeah so whenever you see somebody do that and like they have their original script and everything it's just amazing and you're like yeah i mean how can i not root for that person to succeed so for sure um yeah 
No, no. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, uh, yeah, so, so I'd, have, I'm going to see if I have any more losers here. I Oh, a silly one, uh, Cats. Oh, yeah. Loser. I mean, at this point, when, when the... When two stars of the movie are coming out dressed in cats costumes, saying, "As as as cast members of the movie Cats, we understand the importance of visual effects." Pretty funny. It's. I mean, very it's. Funny. Oh man, that's that's funny. That was very creative, by the way. Yeah, I was very impressed. So, really funny. Uh, I, I love how they batted yeah, the mic around. That was. <laughs> that was really funny. All right, I I would love to go into a new kind of category or a new question here. Um, so my question for you is, we you know, we talked about a little bit about this, but not like a direct answer. And I encourage you to really give me a kind of a weird one here. Yeah. Um, if you could change one award from Sunday night, what would you change? And what would you, what would you take? What would you, what award is it? And who would you give it to instead? Oh, okay. Um, get creative. This is going to be tough for me. So I'm not. And here's my thing. You can even go with what movie who wasn't even nominated should have won like i'm okay with that i i really don't care i'm just really curious because i have a couple all right so i'm gonna start at the top okay yeah. uh i like the 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 one that i think we both agree on sam mendez should have won best director i agree sam mendez i mean phew 1917 is fantastic and sam mendez is an outstanding director and the work he did in that movie is it shows like I think I think it shows more than Parasite, like in the directing. Um, I I mean I just I think the way he was able to like paint that picture of yeah. of the war is I mean it was just incredible. Um, yeah. I, I I agree. I think I, and I think especially because Parasite won Best Picture. I think like 1917 is too good of a movie to not win a major award. Yes. Like, like I don't care if. Bong Joon Ho's a better director, in even in the movie. Like I just think 1917 is too good where you don't give that an award of some kind. <laughs> yes, 1917 was, and I, I mean, I turned to you like halfway through, and I said, "This is amazing." Yeah, I mean, I and at the end of the movie, I just sat there. I was like, "Wow." Yeah. That I, was incredible. Yeah, and I the mean, part of it is that it's a continuous shot, and that yes, that, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's. Not necessarily original. They they do a lot of that in Birdman as well, um, but it's very you know it's just very exciting and mm-hmm. it's very like it keeps you on the edge of your seat as it's a war movie. Yeah, you know? it's like a different kind of one shot movie. Yes. Yeah, like exactly. a one shot war movie is really powerful because it shows you get to be with the character the whole time. Yes, and it's really so, cool. That is uh, my adjustment. So, like number two for me. All right, so uh, this is not. I, I'm going to get a little a little flack for this. I already know. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think that should not have been nominated for as much as it was. Hmm. And my take is the movie is fine, but it is long and grueling mm-hmm. at times. I, mean, I remember I was watching it in theater and wishing, like, can something just happen, right? <laughs> And they're like, well, no, it's about the suspense buildup. I get it. I get what Tarantino's about, man. I like Tarantino. I've seen all of his movies, right? Like, mm-hmm. I get it. But come on, my man. Yeah. Like, even the Hateful Eight, people were like, well, do that. nothing happened there. I'm like, yeah, but we were building to suspense. And then this one, we kept building, and then nothing would happen. Building, nothing would happen. Building, nothing <laughs> would happen. And then finally, 
you're like, all right, something has to happen, and it, something happens. So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't think it was that great of a film, but I thought the performances actually were amazing. And I think Brad Pitt winning Best Supporting Actor was the right call. So, Yeah. I, I, I think Brad Pitt winning Supporting Actor was the easiest slam dunk of the night, for sure. Yeah. When, you know, I think odds-wise, he was really high up. Something like, I want to say like 500 to 1 or something, just absurd. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, so I have two, maybe three. Um, so my first one is kind of interesting. I'm going to go animated feature film. All right. So okay. Toy Story 4 won Best Animated Film. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that Toy Story 4 is not the best animated film of the year. I'm just saying that I think the Academy didn't need to give Pixar an award. <laughs> like, it sounds weird, but like, of all the movies here, I don't think Pixar needs the press. That's funny. Does it that make a, sense? It was a down year. It was a very down year. It was, wow. it was definitely a down year for animated movies. Like, the fact that Toy, like Toy Story 4... The fact that it's nominated is, like, weird. Like, if, if it was a good year for animated films, it would not be nominated, probably. It might might get nominated, but, like... Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Like, I think, like, because Missing Link, I remember, won the Emmy. And everyone was kind of shocked that one of our Toy Story 4, and I was like, I'm not shocked. I think, I'm like, here's my thing is that I Pixar, sure, it's probably the best one out of all of them, but it doesn't need the boost from winning an Oscar. You said give it to something else. Yeah. Like they need more. Yeah, give it to like Missing Link. Give the Oscar to Missing Link. Like they need, like in the, the the Academy. The whole point is to like, and they did it this year, giving Parasite Best Picture is to show that like movies that aren't like top of movies, movies you didn't see can still win best best something. You know, like I'm not, I know most people didn't go see Missing Link. I didn't go see Missing Link, but I just think that maybe you could have done it a service here and and that sounds like i'm trying to like like change it because i and i'm not interested in like what was actually the best movie of course i care what was the best one but i think like toy story 4 was good but like even in a down year i think a down year is the chance to give a lower budget movie some press if that makes sense okay i can i can in a weird way very much get behind that so yeah um yeah so that's my uh one thing second thing um, kind of weird. Um, best visual effects. Um, so in nineteen seventeen. Uh, yes. yes, I wanted to touch on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So nineteen seventeen won for best visual effects. So the other nominees were Avengers: Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. All right. Yeah, I was shocked. How in the world did nineteen seventeen? I thought was bottom. Well, second to last. Rise of Skywalker doesn't deserve anything. No. Uh, so here's my thing. Um, why the hell is Lion King not winning this? Yeah, I thought Lion King or Avengers Endgame. I was like, has to win because they have insane. Are you effects. kidding me? Yeah, like e- either of those movies. I'm like, first of all, like Avengers Endgame, they literally had a giant boss battle at the end where literally ninety percent of that was computer animated. The only thing that wasn't animated was the actors and like Captain America and Thor's costume, literally. Yep. And like Black or not Black, she wasn't gonna rip. Uh, and like Hawkeye's costume were like literally the only things that were not computer animated in that scene and it literally looked like it was it was real i mean it was so believable i yeah 
weird. But my biggest, I would have given it to Lion King. Are you kidding me? Like, the movie, like, say what you want about Lion King. I personally wasn't a huge fan. I didn't. The movie's all CGI. Yeah, but literally the movie's entirely visual effects. And, I, like, and I, I didn't, like, not enjoy the movie. I, I didn't, I wasn't a huge fan just because I didn't know why we needed the movie. But I can, I could not help by being just in awe of the visual effects. I mean, I was sitting there with my girlfriend and we were just looking at each other like, especially in the opening scene. I was like, oh my goodness, like, this is yeah. insane. The fact that this is not like any real footage at all is fantastic. Yep. Like the only shot in the entire movie that is not uh, computer animated is the opening sunrise. That is, yeah. Everything else yeah. is done on a computer. And I like, I don't know, man. Like the category is literally called visual effects. Like, and I get 1917, like sure. Cause they made all those sets, like w they made them look way bigger when it was reality in reality, like only basically what was near the actor or like way far in the distance. But like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I just think that visual effects is visual effects. <laughs> visual effects is visual effects, dude. Like, come on. Yep. Don't ever think it, people. No, it's it's honestly like... <laughs> I mean, Lion King made me my mouth drop with those visual yeah, effects. Yeah, I, I was just thinking. I was like, yeah, Lion King's going to win. I was like, I, I was like, I'd be nice if Avengers won, but I know it won't. And mm, yeah. like, 1970, and I'm like, I guess you can't... like. At some point, you can't be like, yeah, Lion King won for best, best visual effects. Like, yeah. The one that was... Yeah, but anyway... All right, I like that. Any other ones that I would switch? I'm trying to – I'm diving deep here. Um, you know, I don't think there's really anything else. The only one I'm not a huge fan of, I didn't like Laura Dern. I wasn't a huge fan of her in that movie. All right. Who who else was nominated for that? Uh, let me check. I, I have it right here, actually. Hold on. Let me do it. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, uh, Scar Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh and Little Women, and Margot Robbie and Bombshell. Uh, you know what's okay. really weird is that these are bigger names than the people who are up for Best Actress. That is hilarious. Renee Zellweger was a big name 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, no one really knows who Cynthia Revo is unless you really watch stuff. No one really knows who Shershia Ronan is. You know, like, but everyone knows who Laura Dern, Scarlett Johansson, and Margot Robbie are. <laughs> and Kathy Bates, for that matter. Yeah, and and Florence Pugh is an up and coming actress. She's going to be in Black Widow, by the way. Um, but like, and so she's gonna her name recognition is going to go, you know, like going to go up as soon as that movie comes out. Um, like I was, yeah, I don't know about Laura Dern. I, uh, honestly, I didn't have a huge problem with it. Um, but I just don't like her. I just I'm not a big fan of her as an actress. It's really weird. Like I was talking with some friends about it, and Laura Dern, like. I think that she is a fine actress, but she gets just gets typecasted. She does. She In a does. lot of what she does, she gets typecasted as a somewhat attractive older woman who is yet young at the same time. Yep, like she's middle-aged woman. Yeah, she's like the typical like older middle-aged mom, like the kind of person who if she was playing a mom in a movie would 100% have a kid who was like 16 or 17 or 18 yes <laughs> you know like yep. she's just wrinkly enough <laughs> where where she play, could play an older person or a younger person you know she's like right in the middle um yep. 
But yeah, it's like she gets typecasted a lot. So I could see why you'd be kind of not a fan. <laughs> I feel like maybe I'm just biased because I'm a Jurassic Parky and she's in Jurassic Park. So <laughs> maybe that's where I'm. Uh... I mean, maybe, maybe so. Maybe yeah. that's okay. I'm all right. I yeah. appreciate that. I appreciate it. I admit that, it. So. Hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, cool, man. I'm uh, I'm good on anything I would correct. So that's, yeah. that's basically everything on my end. I'm good on it too. I I that I got pretty much everything off my chest. <laughs> yep. So big winners, we can agree. Uh, Parasite, amazing. Like, in, yeah, that was an easy one. But uh, also Walking Phoenix, good for him. I know we made fun of him earlier. Yeah. On, yeah. He finally won one. So didn't he? Best. Did he get? He got nominated for her, right? Did he win for her? I did not win for her. He got nominated, uh, though. Not to the Yep, one for Dallas Buyers yeah. Club. So that was the last thing. I, I remember, I mean, he's, I mean, his career, I think, is going to have a bit of a revitalization here. Um, I, I mean, I think, you know, obviously, he had success, like, back in the day doing movies, like Walk the Line, obviously, he was really good in that. Yep. Um, and yeah. her, obviously. But I, I expect he's him to... the movie The Master, too. I know that's a deep, yeah. deep cut, my man. Yeah. Deep cut. Yeah, for real. I I expect I expect him to not necessarily be back, but I expect him to kind of, you know, like get another chance or get like more chances. Yeah. Um, because he, I mean, he showed that he is one of the best actors, like in Hollywood, <laughs> if not yeah. ever. I think like, I mean, he he, he in Joker. He, I mean, he. Wow, I don't really know what to say about Joker other than that. he he kind of blew my socks off. With that performance, so I think I mean good for him. I I really I really am happy for him. Yeah, I mean yeah, that was it's it's nice to see him actually win. Yeah, um, not and nice to hear his speech, but not, yeah, not a great speech. But yeah. you know he also deserved it. He was very I mean very amazing in that film. So yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, man. So that is I think is that everything for our Oscars? Anything else we want to touch on before we? Um, I don't really know. I think that's about it. Um, we could talk about, uh, what's coming up here for us. Yeah, so we are going to be moving forward now, uh, with basically doing, I know, Parasite. We, I, I would touch Birds of Prey, but I mean, honestly, there's nothing to talk about there. That's just a waste of time. No. Especially because, uh, like, no one saw it, man. <laughs> No, no one did. It kind of sucks. Like, honestly, go watch it because, like, it's actually, like, it's not terrible. Like, it's actually pretty good, but, like. <laughs> well, I think, uh, come on, man. You're killing us. You're killing our brand. So, it's okay. It's a, uh, it's a movie. It's a movie. Like, it's. It's better than Suicide Squad, but not as good as Aquaman. Definitely, yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's kind of right in the middle there. It's, it's. It's like the beginning and the end are good, and the middle is really rough. Very, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, so, yeah, man, um, I'm looking forward to kind of deep in, diving really deep into Parasite, guys. Check that out. That's gonna be really good. Yeah, um, I for like sure. The movie. I know you like the movie a lot mm-hmm. too, so it's gonna be easy, I think, for us to really kind of dive deep and and jump in there. So yeah, uh, yeah, man. So thank you guys for listening. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the Oscars and hope this gave you a little bit more insight so brendan before we leave i'd like us to recommend uh a few movies so what oscar movies would we recommend mm. uh 100 parasite if you haven't watched it you should okay um if you've been if, if you've been like hesitant because you don't really like 
not interested in Parasite. I get, I wasn't interested in it until I decided I was going to sit down and watch it. And yes. it blew my mind. So you need to watch it. Um, I think another movie that I would highly recommend, other than 1917, I think that's that's obviously fantastic. Um, I would very much recommend uh, Joker, obviously. Um, stuff like that. I mean, I honestly, it's just so many good movies. And like, I feel like people have like honestly seen these movies. Yeah, so I'm going to say the ones, if you haven't seen them, uh, the one... The one that I'll pick two. So I like 1917, of course, Parasite. I, I very much agree on those. Okay. So uh, the two I'm going to pick, uh, Toy Story 4. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's yeah. a Disney Plus. Yeah. Very, very, very good movie. I very much liked it. Um, yeah, it was just a good feel-good movie. Uh, another movie, Ford vs. Ferrari. Really enjoyed it. it. It's not an Oscar winner, mm. but it's a very good movie. It did win one for sound editing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and it, it should have won. Yeah, it, it, it's a car movie. It, it um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it, I meant more in like the. I would recommend going and watching it because man, it is a very good. Like it's just a good like. It's a good film, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just very enjoyable. So, yeah, those are my films to go watch from this Oscars. Uh, yeah. That is it. Yeah. Um, oh, another thing. Uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars season seven comes out yeah. 10 days from today or actually nine days from the time you're watching this or listening to this, excuse me. Um, we're going to be doing probably uh, just a, not a very long episode by any means, but at least touching on the Clone Wars and really talking about actually what makes the Clone Wars awesome. Kind of just going to be like a, yeah. why we love the Clone Wars episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not even really like a season seven recap. It's just going to be like why we love the Clone Wars so much. Because I love, I love the Clone Wars, man. Yep. I love it. I very, very, very much agree, man. I love it. Look, like Clone Wars is some of the best Star Wars I've ever seen. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this uh, podcast. I actually really like doing the Oscars for once. We Last year we didn't do it. This year we did. So. Yeah, last year we kind of stayed away from it. <laughs> from you know, weren't, a lot, weren't a lot of good. A lot no, of it's good. like, I don't know why we need to, like, we're going to talk about Green Book. We, we, not, neither of us have seen it, had seen it. So. Nope. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. It's kind of like college basketball. College basketball last year had like six teams above 30 on Kim Palm, and this year there's like zero. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 for sure. Some years just better than others. Yeah. So. <laughs> this was definitely a, a good year to do an Oscars episode. <laughs> so, yeah, but today was a good day. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening as always, but yeah, man, looking really looking forward to the next next uh, few episodes we're going to be cranking out. So. Yeah, for See sure. Ya. See ya.